Hi, my name is Christian. And I'm Jose. And this is Coffee Break, a podcast about all things coffee. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone to visit our Instagram page at coffee.break.podcast. Or if you want to write us an email, you can email us at coffeebreaktexas at gmail.com. Yeah, so in, in this episode, we will cover coffee roasts. Um, questions like, what are the obvious and not so obvious? How to find out what you like? Or maybe, what do we like? We can cover some of that as well. Um, so we'll get started on that. So let's start off with, what do the coffee roasts mean? Jose, take it away. Thanks, Christian. So uh, before we get started with coffee roasts and the different types of coffee roasts that exist, I, I feel like because because we like science and we're engineers, we, we want to break down... What, what are even coffee beans and why do they need to get roasted? So uh, coffee beans come from the coffee cherry. Uh, so it's this nice little red cherry that grows on, on a little bush. Uh, and essentially what they do is they will dry the cherry. And after all that pulp or all the fruit is gone, you're left with the pit, like a cherry pit. Um, mm-hmm. And that is actually what becomes the coffee in your cup. Um so typically, after drying and all that stuff, that cherry pit will be green. So, you know, it's not going to taste very good. It's not going to grind very good either because it's got a lot of moisture in it. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do by roasting is remove some of the moisture and start adding some of that roastiness to the flavor so that you can you can create uh, those, those beautiful flavors that we like to enjoy. Um, that is happening because of the reaction that we like to call the Maillard reaction. And that is not only responsible for the flavor in your coffee or the, or the color and, and flavor in your coffee, but it's also responsible for, for example, the, when you, when you grill a steak and you get the yeah. nice little crust and, and char, yeah. uh, it's the most delicious part of the steak. That's what's happening. <laughs> uh, when you're making bread and you get the nice little, um, you know, the crust on the bread, that's what's happening. Or when you make toast, you know, you're just toasting it a second time. Toast is delicious. And, you know, the more you toast it, the more of that flavor you get up until up until a certain point, which is when you start burning. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what's happening here. We're, we're going to treat this as a as a white piece of bread, a white slice of bread and start roasting it and start adding heat and start generating that reaction up to a certain point that we like. So some people like very little toasting on their bread. Some people like a lot of toasting. Uh, most people don't like burnt. So that's kind of what we're going to start with. So go, going back to coffee, there are three basic roasts that I see. And these are the easiest ones to understand. So there's light roast, there's medium roast, and there's dark roast. Um, essentially, it, I, I just gave them to you in the order of how much they've been exposed to heat and how much heat they've been exposed to. So, you know, temperature and time. Um so the light roast obviously is going to be the one that has the least amount of browning. Uh, you, you're going to get uh, some different flavors from each one of those. Uh, it's going to be a little bit more fruity or acidic, if you will. Mm-hmm. So next up, you have the, the medium roast. Uh, the medium roast obviously starts imparting a little bit of more of this roastiness to it. Uh, so it'll take away more of those uh, fruity flavors and some of the the acidic flavors and give you some more of the roastiness that that I think most people are accustomed to with with coffee right because I I feel like what we've all grown up with you know the, the 
the big store canned coffee and stuff like that tends to be more of a medium to dark roast. And that's kind of the flavor that everyone comes to expect with coffee is just a, a almost generic coffee flavor. Yep. But if you get the right kind of coffee, a medium roast will still give you a lot of those. I'll, I'll say notes uh, or, or, or flavors in coffee that you wouldn't always get. And then the last one in the list is the dark roast. The dark roast is going to be exposed to that heat for the longest amount of time. And it's going to develop a lot more of that color. Uh, you are going to end up with something that's that's bold, if you will, very bold, strong coffee, roasty flavor. Mm-hmm. But you're going to get very little to none of that acidity or that uh, the, the fruity flavors and all those kinds of things that you could taste in a different cup of coffee. That that doesn't mean a dark roast can be good. A dark roast is can be very good, and especially if that's what you like. And we'll we'll get into that in just a little bit. But, you know, you just know that you're giving up some of the good qualities of coffee. And in reality, if you have a really good bean, you might not want to go to dark because you're going to be almost erasing all the hard work that the farmers put into generating that really good bean for you. That would otherwise, if you went light or maybe medium, would give you a lot more flavors that are very enjoyable. So that's kind of my take with with roasts. But I don't know if you want to if you want to pitch in based on your experience. Uh yeah, no, I'd say that's pretty accurate. Um, also, having done some research related to, you know, what do most people, at least here in the States, what kind of roast do they like? Um, a lot of the statistics suggest that closer to the the dark roast is what most people like. And that kind of makes sense because here we tend to have um, coffee with a decent amount of like milk or, or creamer or sugar. That's how most people tend to take their coffee. Whereas... Some other parts of the world, you know, maybe they they don't use quite as much cream or sugar, or maybe none at all, uh, and so they don't need the that coffee flavor to come through quite as much. So they'll they might favor a more medium or, or a light roast. So yeah, agreed. And like I said, it's cultural too, right? Right. If if that's what you've grown up with, and that's the flavor you come to expect with coffee, that's what you're gonna gonna seek out. And like I mentioned, at the stores, the big grocery stores that sell you canned coffee. They're going to usually give you something uh, a little darker and it, it's somewhat intentional because most of the time they're not using a very good high quality beans. They're just mass producing your coffee so that roastiness will tend to hide some of the imperfections in your coffee flavor. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. If you like that flavor, that's that's completely fine. Still enjoy it. Just know why, why it is the way it is. And hopefully we can open up your mind to trying different roasts and different types of coffee. Yeah, I think that's a great tip to keep in mind uh, about how there's that potential that it could cover up some quote-unquote imperfections, right? But at the end of the day, if you drink your coffee that way uh, and and you like it, then, you know, go ahead, keep going with it. Yeah. And I will say, I mean, back in 2017, one of my favorite coffees that I was buying at the store was a very dark roast. Uh, right. And I just really enjoyed the chocolatey. I guess chocolatey is, is, is a term people normally use, chocolatey <laughs> yeah. uh, aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've kind of changed over time and my, my tastes have, you know, shifted and, and they continue to shift all the time. So I'll, I'll eventually go back to some, something a little darker. But. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's, that's a great point again, is, um, you know, the, your, your, the things that you favor will, will change over time, especially within coffee, because there are so many different options or, or variables. I know when I first started, I, I really liked dark roasts as well, especially the, the French roast with chicory that tends to be used for Vietnamese coffee, right? So with with that type of coffee, you know, you, you put in um, a ton of condensed milk 
and then you you mix it up so you kind of need that boldness to come through that that condensed milk flavor uh, and now uh, i seem to favor more medium or medium dark instead of the very dark roasts so mm-hmm. it's a lot of options for sure uh, and there's a lot of opportunities to find something that you'll like more and more yeah yeah and going back to culture right it, the the vietnamese coffee would not taste right if you use a light roast no it would be a very strange it, it might be good but it wouldn't taste like what you're expecting to taste yeah yeah for me the expectation with vietnamese coffee is like a high level of bitterness along with a high level of sweetness and creaminess so yes. if one of those things were missing i would very much rate it like a low-end quote-unquote vietnamese coffee even though it's it's not really there but mm-hmm. anyway so we talked about roasts a little bit. Maybe some folks would be curious or interested about the caffeine levels related to each of these roasts. So related to that, um, it kind of depends um, on how much you measure your coffee. Though typically, we would say that uh, a dark roast may have more caffeine because there's there's less moisture content so to affect the weight. And if you scoop it, then the light roast might have more caffeine because the beans are more dense with caffeine per individual bean. So the difference, you know, all in all, it's not really that much of a difference. Um, so it's just something to keep in mind. You might have a little bit more caffeine with one or the other, depending on, you know, how you you measure it. Um, but ultimately, not enough of a difference that someone would really think I'll use or drink more specifically a, a dark roast more often because I need the additional caffeine, especially if you buy this at a store. Right, Jose? Yeah, correct. That is a very big misconception that I, I kind of wanted to squash in this episode that people say, oh, I'm going to drink the, the dark roast because it's got more caffeine and I, I drink the strongest stuff. But all you're drinking is more bitterness and more flavor uh, or more roastiness, not necessarily more caffeine because a lot of that caffeine was was burned off during the during the roasting process. Yeah, I feel like most people who who kind of go down that route of I, I drink the, the darkest, boldest coffee and I drink it black. Um, that might be partly because that's what they're used to. Uh, mm-hmm. And then also the other part of it might be some sort of like um, s- test of strength. Who knows? <laughs> yes. So we did talk about roasts quite a bit. And now we talked about that ca- caffeine levels related to each of those. Um, I think there are also some, let's say, additional levels to the roasting. Yeah. So it can get really confusing, right? And if you go into the store and you're trying to to choose a bag of coffee and you're trying to maybe branch out and try something new, they're going to present you with a bunch of different options that aren't as straightforward as light, meat, dark, or medium or light, medium, or dark. Uh, and you're just going to get confused and potentially even get the wrong thing that you're not going to like. So I wanted to maybe spend a couple of minutes just discussing what all those extra names mean or some of the common ones mean so that we can help uh, our audience Uh, understand what that means so the first two are the cinnamon and blonde Uh, the the blonde one is probably the most descriptive one because you you think you know light color so that means it's going to be a light roast Uh, cinnamon is also on the lighter side of the roasts Uh, it's going to be more of a cinnamon color roast right it's not going to be as dark brown as you would expect with other types of roasts Mm. okay Uh, which other ones do we have yeah so the next level up maybe some folks will see the the city or full city, which is a medium or medium dark roast. Um, they, this is probably more what you would be used to seeing in, say, a, a commercial or potentially like in images regarding coffee. 
somewhere between here and um, a darker risk, which Jose will cover here in a second. Yeah, but you can see how if you're trying to buy coffee, you're going to be seeing, oh, steady roast. That's interesting. And, you know, maybe you were looking for a dark roast and, you know, you think, well, yeah, that's what we drink in the city and get the wrong thing. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't right. know. I don't know how the mind would work, but I, I mean, I didn't know what these meant for the longest time. Right. Um, so the last the last three that I wanted to cover were, were the, the European ones. So there's uh, Vienna, French and Italian. And all those three are a little darker than dark. So progressively, right in the in the order that I mentioned, Vienna would be just slightly darker than dark. French would be even darker and Italian would be the darkest out of all those. Uh, you're going to get a very, very, very dark brown and shiny coffee bean out of that. If that's what you're looking for, that's that's what you're going to get. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's more um, that we're sure. not covering. Right. Um, it's hard because they come up with all these names. They should just keep, they should just stick to the simple three. Oh, I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, there, everyone, there's a lot of people that do coffee. So maybe I can't blame them for differentiating a little bit by quote unquote, these different roasts. But I do agree with you that it causes some confusion for, for people who are just getting into coffee and haven't had the the time or the experience to, to really know. So, which is why we're helping in this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. So we've covered quite a bit about the roasts. Um, you know, now I guess the next question might be how, how might you find what you like, you as in the listeners? And one suggestion that Jose and I had talked about previously is when you go to, say, Whole Foods, doesn't have to be Whole Foods, or HEB, just any of the grocery stores that offer the, the bulk section, there, there are typically coffee being dispensed or coffee dispensers in these sections. And, and that's a good place to start and experimenting with the different roasts and, and see what you like. So, you know, maybe uh, get some small amounts of a few different roasts. And then potentially the next step could also be taking the whatever other tools that you have or gadgets for making coffee and brewing them those different ways and see if there's really a big difference for you, right? If you prefer one roast in a specific method versus another. But while you're in that bulk section, you'll probably also notice that there's a lot of flavored coffees. So maybe don't get a flavored coffee the the first few times, just so you can get a better sense of just the roast, right? How that affects the, the flavor of the coffee. And then you'll also see some of the more high-end potentially um, coffees really advertise their origins, which is important for, for certain types of coffee and for a certain coffee drinker. But uh, I don't think that's something that, that you should worry too much about at the moment. We're actually going to cover that in a future episode. One thing you'll notice, depending on who you're buying your coffee from, they'll also put some, some tasting notes from the roaster mm -hmm. yeah. on, on what you may expect from the flavor. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's flavored. So, you know, if it tells you it, you, you're going to get peach in this. That doesn't mean that it's peach flavored, but it's just a way to describe what the, what the roaster and the tasters uh, sensed when they were tasting the coffee. So mm -hmm. what you need to understand with all those terms that, that can get pretty confusing too is the more fruit, fruit they put in there, you're going to tend to get more acidity or more of that fruitiness that I was uh, referring to at the very beginning. And then they're going to go more toward the the caramel and the toffee and chocolate flavors. And that's going to be more toward the nutty nuttiness or hazelnut, for example. And that's going to just give you more of that roastiness. So, so 
as a general rule of thumb, the darker roast will give you more of that chocolate, um, caramel, and all that kind of stuff. And then the lighter ones will give you more of like peach, stone fruit, plum, cherries. You, 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 you know, you think of biting into one of those, you're going to get a little bit of that acidity when you bite them. I, I, I don't know if that makes sense. Hopefully I'm explaining it right. Yeah, no, I would say that's a great description. Um, you know, I, I'd say for a beginner that that's helpful to understand that you might see that text, but that's not necessarily like an intended flavor, right? Mm -hmm. That's a flavor that comes out of the coffee or you know, at least a sense of that flavor um, versus an actually like flavored coffee, right? Like right. a pumpkin spice uh, or something along those lines. That would be an actual Here in HEB, we have like pecan something. Yeah, right. Like Texas pecan yeah. and it's like pecan and cinnamon flavored. Yeah. I think I mentioned to you that that's been showing up at the coffee um, coffee break area near my desk at work. That's been showing up a few times over the year, which I like it. Uh, I think it's it's you know it's a nice change from the the normal what would you say like generic brand kind of coffee that we we tend to get in the office. So that is helpful. Um, an adi additional maybe suggestion about going into the to bulk area. It's I know it's tempting to to get something and, and smell it and go, yeah, I'm going to like this one. I'm going to buy like a whole bunch of this. I'd, I'd done that a few times early on where I would, you know, get a whatever of a, a French roast uh, and think to myself, this smells really good. I bet you I'm going to really like this. I was going to buy a, a whole 12 ounce bag, which it, it was good, but it wasn't so good that I would use it quite enough to, to really justify those 12 ounces. So the, the suggestion to use, you know, three or get four ounces of three different types. Um, I think that's that's a great suggestion, Jose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to make a lot of bad calls. You're going to buy a lot of the wrong coffees. Uh, although that's going to be a little wasteful, you're, you're potentially eventually going to find out something you never thought you would like. Uh, I, I definitely agree with Christian. I, I bought many coffees that, you know, the tasting notes made it sound like it was going to be amazing. And then I was like, yeah, this is not very good not going to buy that again, but I was buying whole bags at a time. And, you know, oh, I had to just stick with it and finish that bag until I could buy another one. I, I bet you, you, you made the, the same bad Costco purchase that I did with the like five pound bag or, or the two pound <laughs> bag. We actually, when we had the coffee club at work, we, we did buy the five pound bag, but that coffee one or the Costco one was actually really good. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. The, some of the options there are good. Yeah, so that one was a good one, and I want to say we went for a repeat, or we tried to go for a repeat and buy another five-pound bag of the Costco one because it was it was pretty good for making it work. Yeah, I think I might start doing that again to be honest, because I'm going through with the with the new latte machine that I have, or sorry, the new espresso machine that I have. I'm going through twelve ounces a week. So, oh really? Yeah, I think partly it's because I'm I'm also like experimenting with with making drinks Ryan so sciences and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. all that stuff um but also you know it's just it's it's nice to have access to to decent espresso and make your own drinks at home um so you know i also make drinks for for my wife and, and stuff like that so it is maybe i'm approaching that point where i might have to start doing that again but this time i know because i've we've done this for almost 10 years like experimenting with coffee and all that stuff uh, i get a better sense of what i think i will really enjoy for probably like two months worth of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a perfect segue. But before we move on, I, um, I want to go 
back to, you know, I, I guess when I say, you know, you're going to throw away some coffee and all that stuff, I, I don't say it to, to discourage you from, from doing that. Uh, that is exactly what I did. And that's how I ended up finding a bunch of things I like. And that's kind of the goal here, right? Maybe try something that we haven't tried before and deviate from what we've always uh, had and maybe enjoy something different. Another thing, this is a, this is going to be a free plug, but I have a trade coffee subscription and they send me coffee they have different uh intervals so you can get a week two weeks three weeks four weeks and then six weeks and what you do is they they have a quiz at the very beginning and they ask you what you like how are you how are you going to be brewing it are you going to be drinking it with milk do you want generally more chocolate flavors do you like more fruity flavors and they're going to send you depending on the interval you choose different coffee bags from different roasters all over the country and I have found some amazing coffees. The first one they sent me was one of the best ones I've had for espresso uh, oh, wow. that I really liked. So, you know, yeah, sure. That, that's going to cost you 15 to $17 every, every bag. So it's going to be a lot more expensive. Uh, this is not necessarily coffee on a budget anymore. So if, you, if you're willing right. to, and you want to go, you know, the hassle-free way, that's a different way of not only, uh, trying different offerings, but also trying different roasters from all over the country. You may you may find one that you really really like. Yeah, that's really so. I agree with you. That's not necessarily like within the coffee on a budget thing, but it is within beans for beginners because you have the opportunity to it try is. a few different right. a few different beans. So um, you kind of alluded to it at the very beginning, or not at the very beginning, but just a little bit ago, saying that um, you know trying different brewing methods in addition to trying different types of beans, because the different methods bring out different flavors. Um, I think temperatures are also important, right? Uh, what do you have on that one? Yeah, well, we, we touched on it maybe in uh, the previous episode or th maybe the episode before that, but uh, ultimately it is true, right? Uh, temperature makes a, a huge difference. If, if you have it hotter, then you might get a more bitter flavor. If you and again, this kind of depends on the roast that you've chosen. Um, but if you were to be, say, a little cooler, um, you might get more acidity out of your your coffee beans. So there's there's those kind of impacts to it. And again, it kind of comes to what method you're planning to use and the the temperature of water that you have access to. Playing around with those to get, well, I wouldn't say the perfect cup because it's different for everybody. Um, so maybe it's a, like a perfect cup to you, whether you like more acidity or more bitterness along those lines. Yeah, that, that is great. You know, what you did there correlate temperatures to, to what you get out of the coffee, because that's important to note. And that's kind of one of the reasons why we started with different brewing methods, because in most of those brewing methods, you can somewhat control the temperature of the water that goes into your coffee, except really the mocha pot and the, the drip, uh, coffee maker, the automatic is coffee maker unless you're paying hundreds of that maybe you'll get to adjust the temperature of the water that comes out mm -hmm. but otherwise you know you're at the mercy of the coffee machine but with right. aeropress and the french press you can definitely control that mm -hmm. sure you'll notice too that so far we haven't given any recommendations on what to buy on what specifically to buy and that's because everyone's tastes are different and i'm sure my taste is very very different than christian's taste uh so if i made a recommendation to him he may be like what the heck are you telling me to drink. <laughs> I did not like this at all. And he may tell me you to buy something. Yeah. Just, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but with that said, I mean, what do you like right now? 
Yeah, I so I mentioned the the French roast with chicory used in Vietnamese coffee, and, and that was that was my go to for the longest time, probably a good two years or so. Um, and but this was years ago, um, and recently, I think because of the the new espresso machine that I've gotten, I'm very much into like medium roasts. And but I've I've kind of always played in that space between medium and dark roasts. And I'm I'm hoping to to try more of like the lighter blonde roasts in the next maybe month or so. I I, I did buy a, a larger bag of coffee recently than I normally do, so that's kind of going to limit me for a little while. But again, you know, we're talking about experimentation here. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be too difficult to go down to like the Kroger and, and get a blonde roast. You know, just a few ounces of it. So, how about you? I am more on the medium to light category right now uh like i mentioned four years ago i really liked uh dark roasts and i can still enjoy a dark roast to be honest mm -hmm. with you uh but because i've been drinking a lot of my coffee just straight and i've been using the aeropress or i've been using espresso i find that with those methods i get a really enjoyable uh flavor if i use more of a medium roast i don't go to the ultra light or the very light ones because those have a little too much acidity for me or a little too much fruitiness mm. and you get to a certain point at least for me that that it's just too much uh but i feel like with medium at least you strike the right balance between that delicious roast flavor and mm -hmm. some of the the notes that the farmer was going for there yeah that's it's interesting uh, earlier you mentioned that if if we made suggestions to each other we might be a little confused right and it, it kind of shows just now in in where we are currently uh, in the the roasts that we kind of favor where I lean a little more towards the dark and you lean a little more towards the light. Mm -hmm. So feels very Star Wars-y. <laughs> another, another thing that I like to do, uh, I have a, more of a medium-ish roast for espresso making and I have a lighter roast for, you know, Aeropress or mm -hmm. other types of uh, brewing methods. Uh, yeah. But obviously I don't drink... I, I, you know, I'm going to the office every day, so I don't make coffee at home every day. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm not going through a bag really fast. It's lasting me a long time. And coffee does have an expiration date. You know, you typically don't have a lot of time to drink it. Or I mean, you have a decent amount of time, but you don't have months and months to drink it after it's been roasted. Uh, so I actually, for my birthday, got uh, one of those vacuum canisters for coffee. So then I have one for the regular one and I have one for the espresso one. Uh, and that helps, you know, so if you're buying mm. larger quantities of coffee so because you're trying to taste different things, you know, find a way to store it so that they last and you don't have to waste a bunch of coffee once you get through it. Yeah, that's that's a great suggestion for sure. I think we've covered everything we, we wanted to cover. Again, just like last week, we're trying to keep ourselves to under 30 minutes, so we need to cut cut ourselves off. Uh, but if you feel like we missed something or there were some details that we kind of left left out or if you want us to go deeper into something, feel free to send us a message uh, in the Instagram or, or at the email that, that, that Christian gave us. We're always willing to receive feedback and, and improve upon uh, what you have to, to say. Uh, but other than that, uh, we're going to be back next week. Uh, what are we going to be discussing next week? Yeah, so next time we're going to cover the meaning behind the origins of coffee. So if any of you guys have maybe done some searching on the internet, you might see the statement or the description of single origin. And so we'll discuss what those origins are. We'll also talk about the methods 
and also how the they impact the the flavors of the coffee that you eventually buy. So we'll see you guys at that next episode. Thanks.